Hey everyone, welcome back to Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne. Hey, hey guys. So this is the last episode of the season and we wanted to end the season with something really fun. By now you guys know I'm Haitian and Kim is Jamaican. Boop, boop. You know that I am a mama of four boys and that Kim is vegan. Mm-hmm. You also know that I live in Atlanta and... Kim lives in the boonies somewhere in Florida. Girl, that is the truth. But there's still some stuff that you don't know. So we each picked a few questions to ask the other. So Kim, why don't you go ahead and ask me your first question? So I think our audience should definitely know a little bit about our past. So the first question that I have for you, Joanne, is let them know. How did we meet? This is going to have to be a charge my head, not my heart kind of response because I don't quite remember how we met. And, you know, the funny thing is my husband used to always say that I have the mind of an elephant. Like I have really good memory. But since I've been dropping these kids, I can't remember things. (laughs) I really can't remember. I just remember being at church when we were in our college days and seeing Kim and her friends and us being at events together and whatnot and thinking that Kim was like this introverted quiet person but the actual like hey Kim I'm Joanne me I don't remember it do you um well you're right about that definitely introverted and I kind of have like this little fuzzy memory of you I remember we were headed it was like a Friday evening and we were headed somewhere like a whole group of us because there were some individuals in my particular clique and your particular clique that it just it just merged like they went mm-hmm. back and forth like Rudy for instance right and i remember we were driving in two or three separate cars and one of the cars got a flat tire and all three cars stopped and i just remember observing you and your boyfriend at the time who is now your husband and you were mm-hmm. just also very much introverted like from day 1 i was like yep Joanne's a very introverted person. So like I always knew who you mm-hmm. were, but that's that's really the memory that I have. And then also like we used to have all these like potlucks and you were there, mm-hmm. but you were always stuck on mic. <laughs> I sure was. I still am too. <laughs> yes. But, but I don't remember this. I don't remember this. Um, I got to ask Mike if he remembers this event because I don't remember it. I have such bad memory of my Tallahassee days now. I don't know what it is. That's all right. That's that mama brain. That's that mama brain, girl. So, Kim, I have a question for you. Since you are an avid fitness buff like I am, well, maybe we're not avid fitness buff. We're into fitness. <laughs> right, right. Right. What do you prefer, running outside or running on a treadmill? So let me tell you guys, I cannot stand treadmills for the life of me. It's so mundane. Even when I'm like watching TV or listening to something on my phone, treadmills don't do it for me. I need a change of scenery. So I honestly prefer to run outside. So I know you alluded to this earlier. So you prefer to run outside too? No, not necessarily. So if I had to choose over a treadmill, definitely running outside. I just hate the treadmill, but I'm an elliptical girl. So if I'm doing any kind of cardio that I really want to get into, I would love to be on my elliptical 
and that would do it for me. If I had to choose that over running outdoors, the elliptical went over. Mm. But treadmill and running outdoors, running outdoors, I hate the treadmill. I got you. I think for me, mm-hmm. just, you know, analyzing everything, I don't like equipment. Only equipments I like are like free weights. Mm-hmm. But equipments in general, I've never been on elliptical, so I, I do have to keep my mind open to that. Yeah, I love the elliptical, but I mean, if I had to, like, I love hiking. I hike around here with my husband, you know, in the Georgia mountain areas and whatnot. So I love that kind of part of the outdoor stuff. Um, but straight running, I don't know, even though it's very scenic and, you know, you're looking at stuff or whatnot. I, I think it's because my body's not built. I haven't trained my body to do it. I probably could do it. Yeah, you probably, definitely it's could. It's just I haven't trained to do it. So my next question for you is 2019. It's coming to a close. Right. What has been your favorite health and wellness trend? Ooh, this is a good one. So with 2019, it's so crazy because I feel like my favorite trend this year has been mental health awareness. Right. And making sure we in our communities are taking it seriously and are not overlooking it just because we think it's not something that affects us. And it does. But the stigma of what it has been in the past, people are afraid to talk about it. And I feel like this year there has been a lot of traction with putting mental health you know, wellness forward and what we do. So I feel like this is the part of wellness that I love the most. And, you know, people like to think they're healthy. You know, they eat the right things, they exercise, they do this, they do that. But if your mental wellness is not where it needs to be, you're really actually not healthy as you think you are. Right. I agree. So what about you, Kim? What do you think? I think my favorite one thus far has been body positivity. Mm-hmm. By that, let me let me say this. I mean specifically that health, and I think we did an episode on this. We did. I think it focuses a lot more on voluptuous bodies, not that the ideal figure of health is a very thin-looking female or male. So I like mm-hmm. the fact that 2019 has focused on curves. The African body, the Latin body, it's naturally curvy. Mm-hmm. So that has been my favorite wellness trend thus far. I feel like we've gone through years of not loving our bodies because society has not helped. Society has put on the forefront this skinny, skinny, mini person that some of us were not genetically built this way. We're curvy. We're voluptuous. And I just love this love that everybody's having for themselves so I, I can see that. So Kim, I you know, we're very busy people nowadays. Yes, ma'am. And I I know what I am. So I want to know about your preference when it comes to reading. Are you a gotta have the book in your hand kind of person? Or are you an audibles gal? I am audible 100%. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think podcasts have spoiled me. <laughs> to be honest with you, because I also like to multitask. To me, just to have the discipline to sit down and read, like, yeah, of course, you know, if I have the time, if I'm not doing anything, if I'm on vacation, then sure. But if I'm cleaning, if I'm cooking, I would prefer the Audible version. What about you? Girl, I am Audibles all the way. And it was complete 180 difference for me prior to my kid days. You know, I have tons of books. 
and I would have book in hand and I love to have that, the feel of the book in my hand to read, to look at the words and whatnot. But since I've had kids, there is no time. My audibles is like the go-to for me to catch up on, you know, the latest book that I'm trying to read, different podcasts that I'm trying to listen to. So it's all about listening to things. And I, I don't think I've read a book, an actual book in my hand in a while. Oh no, I'm going to take that back. I read one earlier this year because um, I had no choice for my book club, but no, Audible's is it for me. I feel you. I, I'm even surprised that you were in a book club, Joanne. How do you cover it all that time? Girl, it's, <laughs> it's hard, but I have to put some me time in it. That is the truth. So I know that I asked you about your favorite 2019 health and wellness trend. What has been your least favorite? Ooh, 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 ooh. I don't even know. Girl, there has been so many. Um, Remind me. Remind my mama brain. Remind me of some trends. Let me see if I like them or not. Detox teas and juices. Uh Um, Celery. Alkaline diet and keto. Well, you know, fad diets are always not a favorite of mine. Anything that's a fad diet that's temporary that people are just trying to do to make the next book and tell the world about it and not really educate the people or not do one-on-ones or and they're not even trained to be doing this stuff any of that stuff is not my favorite right i don't like any of those trends at all and i think that's going to be a perpetual thing because they're gonna fat diets are always going to be around that's true i think my least favorite health and wellness trend and i don't even know if it's specific for 2019 but i have just been seeing it boom this year is in the online business. Of course, you know, everything is moving to become more computerized and technologically advanced. But these people who are not dietitians, y'all, that have no formal training are like booming and banking on the general public that believes like these online health coaches that are not legit are like booming. And that has been my least favorite trend. Oh girl. But that's that you're right. It's not only a 2019 thing that's been around for a while, especially with social media. Now it's even, you know, it's like worse. And then for like all the dietitians listening to this in 2020, it's predicted that it's going to be even worse. So that's why I feel as dietitians, we constantly need to hustle and put ourselves out there. Oh my gosh. That's going to be a lot. It's going to, it's a lot to compete Mm -hmm. because you know, people don't really understand who is the nutrition expert because they like to see the look. So if somebody's portraying themselves as someone who can help you lose 10 pounds in a week and that person's looking really tight, body, small waist, the look that you think you want to have, you're most likely going to fall for it and go for that person not knowing exactly what it is that they're doing. (laughs) That is so true. So what is the next question that you have for me? This is another entertainment question for you. Movie theater or Netflix at home? (laughs) (laughs) I think you stated it earlier when you said that I'm an introverted person. Netflix all the way. Right. I just honestly enjoy kicking up my feet in the comfort of my own home, wearing what I want to wear. Right. Me too. Just watching what I want to watch. Right. I'm the same way. I I used to go to the movies. I don't feel like, I don't think my husband and I have been to the movies in a long time. Actual theater. We are at home, Netflix. We're not really the, once a movie comes out, we got to watch it the first weekend kind of people anyways. So waiting 
is not a problem for us. So I'm a Netflix at home person. And especially since now, like I've become a binger person. Like I want to, I don't like waiting for the next episode of whatever. So I like being able to watch 12 episodes in one day. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm doing it right now. You were? I am. It doesn't even matter what it is, to be honest with you. I, I'm just a fan of the ever shifting scenes and clips. And I'm, right. I'm just a fan. Right. And I've become this person, which my husband's always laughing at me. Cause I'll start watching this, whether it be Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is. And it's like a bad movie, Amazon prime movies or whatnot. It's a bad movie. And because I've started it, I, I got to finish it because I don't want them to get bad ratings. Me too. You know, I'm currently doing my Amazon Prime right now and I'm in the same boat. <laughs> and it, it's just, it's bad acting and whatnot. And Mike is like, why are you watching this? But I'll continue to watch you it. You know what? On Amazon Prime today, I was watching Creed 2 with um Michael B. Jordan. And I'm like, wow, this it was actually a very good movie. I honestly love things all, all things Rocky Balboa. So I'm just like, yeah. I do too. I love Rocky Balboa stuff. Did you watch the first one? I did. I watched all of them. See, I'm behind with the Creed. I'm behind. So next question, um, and this is more, more so a fun question. Would you prefer Beats by Dre headphones or Apple AirPods? Um, right now for me, I have neither. So here's the thing with me and headsets and headphones and whatnot. I have small ears. So I've had issues being able to have ears, um, pods or headphones fit in my ear properly. You know, like the regular ones that comes with your phone. So I have not really been a person that goes looking for the latest hit ear gear, I guess you would call it. But I guess if I was going to wear something it would probably be the Beats by Dre headphones because those actually cover your ears. Right. For me, um, I would say I'm torn, but I'm not. I'm just torn because of the pricing. So, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I'm frugal. That's another fun fact. I'm frugal. Beats by Dre is a little more pricey than the Apple AirPods. But for me, it's definitely Beats by Dre because it's more of a comfort and a fit thing. Um, the Apple AirPods, for me, they actually hurt when they're in my ears for an extended mm -hmm. period of time, because I mean, it's all that silicone, I think it's silicone or that hard plastic, whatever it is. And it just hurts. Beats by Dre for me. Okay. Okay. So now with you being such a social media expert, child, <laughs> which platform do you think is the best? Like, which do you like the most and which do you like the least? Okay. The least, when you say platforms, are you referring to Twitter and Pinterest and Inst right, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all those, you know, whatever's out there? Okay. I, the least Pinterest for me. Okay. It takes a lot of my time. I guess also it's because it's the platform that I have not mastered as yet. Um, don't plan on mastering it. Um, so that's the least. The most is YouTube. Oh. No, you guys are going to say, oh, you're biased because, you know, you have your YouTube channel. That makes sense. Well, I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. And also the reason why I'm a fan of YouTube is because YouTube is the largest search engine for videos, which is owned by Google, which is the largest search engine that has ever existed. Mm -hmm. YouTube, um, your platform, your content is evergreen. So evergreen, I mean, you can pull it up anytime someone can watch it for the first time versus like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter 
you continue have to, you will have to scroll down and see like, okay, what did they do in the past? And that scrolling down process kind of gets a little tedious. So for me, if you type anything into Google, it's going to automatically link to YouTube and it can pull up your video. You see what I mean? When I said the expert in social media. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because I didn't know this stuff at all. The only thing I knew is that Google owned um, YouTube. I didn't know any other other stuff that you said. Um, But for me, I would say Twitter is my least favorite. And it's, again, probably because I have not mastered it. And I don't know, it has been, I don't know. I just can't get into it for some reason. But when it comes to my favorite, I would say Instagram and Facebook together because they're very similar. And Facebook is probably the one that I post the most on when it comes to like my personal pages and whatnot. And then Instagram is the other one that I'm most active on. So I don't have time. I don't have time to keep up with all these other ones. I I know. And that's that's the main thing. I think these platforms take time. And I know people are there probably saying, oh, you know, there's different apps that you can use to schedule when, you know, you release things onto various platforms. But still, nobody has time for that. Um, So my last question for you is are you an introvert or extrovert and why? I'm definitely an introvert. I'm an introvert and I had to become what is called an extroverted introvert Uh because of the field that I'm in and the business that I run. But of my heart of hearts, I'm an introvert. I, I don't thrive on being around a lot of people. I like being on my own and I like being alone. I like to take away time so that I can re-energize myself when I'm not around people. But I have become an extroverted introvert business-wise. So, well, we already know what you are, but are you an extroverted introvert? I think you are. You think so? You know, a lot of people tell me that. So I had a friend and she was encouraging me to take like these personality tests, this personality Mm -hmm. test. And to tell you the truth, I don't, I don't do this type of stuff, but I just did it for her. <laughs> it was saying that I'm a introvert, of course, but it said that my personality was like a defender. And I'm just like, what? But as I started reading it, I was like, yeah, that sounds like me. So it was saying like defenders are more likely to work in medicine or academics. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. And then it was saying like when defenders friend people, like they friend hard. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's me. And like all these things about my strengths and my weaknesses. And then they're like, oh, Beyonce's a defender. So I'm like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Aretha Franklin, um, Vin Diesel, they're all defenders. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But yeah, guys, I'm a, I'm an introvert. And I would say just like Joanne, I'm an introverted extrovert. So if you were to meet me in person, I'm going to be all kind and like bubbly and outgoing, but I'm going to need to separate myself from you after a little bit to go ahead and recharge. Right, right. I, you know, I took one of these tests before too. Definitely said I was an introvert. I'm trying to remember if defender is the word because that word sounds familiar, but I just remember it saying that, you know, I, I am a very loyal person and that like I'm protective or whatnot. I can't remember if that's the test that told me about what my quality like if I would be good in medicine or whatnot but I've definitely taken a test that told me that's the field I should be in nice so here's my last questions for you uh, Kim I want to know being that you're a vegan and you're in the food world is there a dish or 
are there any dishes out there that would want to make you take a vegan break? Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so the vegan community is going to stone me. You know, lately, to be honest with you guys, I used to crave a lot for goat. Oh, yes. So, okay, Joanne 100% agrees with me. But let me tell you, Joanne, the other day, there was someone at work that basically asked me the same question as you and they were looking at me like you used to eat goat i'm like yeah you've never had curry goat Uh and they're like i've had curry chicken but goat is not an animal to be consumed and i'm like in jamaica jamaicans view goats as edible creatures oh yeah in haiti we did too (laughs) yeah but lately it hasn't been the goat but that's typically my answer lately it has been anything with fish for some reason i have just been really drawn to fish huh i wonder why that is i i don't know what about you i know that you're not vegan you do do a predominantly plant-based diet but is there any food that you particularly hanker for no cheese cheese i love cheese i do love cheese um but i don't eat it a lot because i'm lactose intolerant and whatnot but i would say that sometimes i do look at me meat with a side eye i don't always want to eat it I don't. I'm like, especially if I'm the one that's making it and I have to clean it and cook it and whatnot, I'll look at the fresh flesh and it's a turn off. You know, you know, that's why my grandmother became pescatarian. She just said she couldn't take looking at it. But if I go to somebody's house and they already made it, I mean, it's different. That's why I could never be like, if you were to, you know, kill an animal in front of me, I'm not eating that. (laughs) You know, I I said that one time because my grandmother used to raise goats in the country. My grandmother lives like on the outskirts of Gainesville. And you know, Mm -hmm. she had this goat and I was like, I don't even remember what I named it. But this was when we were in Tallahassee. So I went to Gainesville and I visited Mm -hmm. her and she killed the goat. And I was like, I'm not, I can't, I can't eat him. I can't, but he tasted good though. Not even gonna lie. You ate him. I ate him. (laughs) I have a similar story because my mom had a chicken in Florida. In Orlando, we were living in the city. And she had a chicken, that chicken walked around our, the backyard, the pool and all that for three days. And then she killed that chicken. I could not. So you didn't taste them? I did not. I could not do it. The chicken became my friend for the three days that they were there. Don't come after us, Peter, please. Please don't come after us. This is not that kind of episode. But guys, we wanted to let you know a little bit more about us. So let us know what you think by giving us five stars and also leaving a comment right here on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast. Yes. As usual, remember to comment, subscribe, like, and share this episode. And also to let you guys know, this will be the last episode of season one, and we will see you next year, January 10th, for the beginning of season two. Thank you for listening and sticking with us throughout season one. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. See you in season two.